You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. Everybody, this is Fluent Rhythm here. Wake the flock up, and with me, I have here the very special guest tonight. Round two on Wake the Flock Up, Whitney Payton. How's it going? What's up? What's up? I'm excited to be here in Cali. It's probably cold in Philly, so I'm I'm happy to be here. That's right. This uh, this weather's a little different here today. I know it's a uh, a little more chilly than you're probably used to here in Southern Cali. But so uh, last time when we caught up with you, Whitney, um, we saw you with um, with Ari the Rugged Man, uh, Potluck, and uh, Eamon was there too. That was that was really dope. Um, a little different today, huh? A little different scene. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now I'm on tour with rock groups, and I'm on tour with Franzilla. He's from the band. Attila, he actually just released a rap album, but he is more known in the rock warp tour kind of scene. So uh, it's cool for me, though. It's it's it allows me to be versatile as an artist uh, and not just do hip hop tours. I can also do rock tours and uh, I get a whole new demographic. I'm in front of kids that I ask every night, how many of you have heard of me before? And it's like kind of half and half. So I'm reaching a broad new audience by doing this this rock show. So I'm excited. That's dope. And the, and the last time we saw you, you were like walking across people. And that's your that's like your signature move right there Um, with these big or with these crowds here with um, with this different scene here. Are you able to do that kind of stage jumping and and getting crazy like you usually do? Yeah, I mean, this is their scene because uh, the whole stage diving thing. I mean, the rock scene is that scene. So it's really cool because what I'm seeing more during my set is I see a lot more people moshing. And uh, that's not I mean, it happens at hip hop shows, but it's not as common of a thing. So I'm definitely able to do it. Um, It depends. I got to look out, though, because this these are all ages shows so sometimes I'm like oh man don't want to jump on like an 11 year old and, <laughs> and knock someone out but uh I'm doing I have some more signature moves now that I've been whipping out so hopefully uh you guys got to come to see me on tour and stuff see some dates and uh see what I got up my sleeve now that's right so um so you're on this major tour with you said with Fran- Franzilla right Franzilla, yeah. okay and um it, so where have you been on this tour and where are you going to be all right. Well, it started out in Florida, and he's actually located in Florida, Franz. That's where he lives. But um, it started out, and it went all around the East Coast, and actually through here, we end in Texas. So we're doing a full circle around the nation. I mean, it's not uh, too long of a tour. It's about 20 dates, so it's a good-sized national tour. But when I was with, like, 3-6 Mafia, that was a 60-day tour. When I was with R.A. the Rugged Man, that was a 40-day tour. So I'm definitely used to uh, the longer tour run. So this, to me, is uh, pretty much a cinch. I'm, I'm good with it. That's right. It's three six. That must have been incredible. Tell us a little bit about that. How was that tour? I mean, it was tight. I mean, I went on it like directly after I was out with Potluck and RA. So I went from a 40 day tour to a 60 day tour. So essentially did 100 dates in a row. Um, It was it was awesome. They hadn't toured as far as I know, like in a really long time or ever. I'm not sure if they had ever 
uh, really toured before. So them doing 60 days was definitely ballsy right out of the gate to be like, all right, we haven't toured. Let's do 60 days. Not just like, oh, let's try it like 10 days or something. They were like balls to the wall with it. But um, it was interesting. It was really cool. It was definitely different than this scene, the hip hop scene. It was it was a little more hardcore hip hop. And uh, we would uh, shut down some of the clubs, man, with the fighting and the different shit that was going down. But that's what to expect at a 3-6 show. You got to tear the club up. So I've heard 3-6 crowds get crazy. <laughs> so you probably did a lot of stage walking there too, huh? Oh, yeah. I did stage walking. I got tear gassed one night Ooh. from the cops, man. So I, it was definitely interesting. But they, they were, yeah, I could jump on those guys. They were ready. Like, I, I weigh like 100 pounds. So all it takes is one person to be paying attention. And usually I'm good. That's right. That's right. So Team Underdog still going strong. I see. That's what's up. And yeah. how's, how's Team Underdog going? What Like, you have any new projects that are going on? Like, anything that you're working on in the studio? Yeah, man. I mean, everyone always asks me, what is Team Underdog? They're like, is that a production company? Is that your label? And it's neither of those things. It's really a movement. So I just call my fans like underdogs. I say that we're underdogs because when you're an artist, people kind of see your successes. You're posting things online. You're like, oh, I just won this award or da da da. You don't really post when you like got snubbed <laughs> so it's like you you know there's different times where uh, for every yes I get in the music industry I've probably got 20 no's or like you know uh, like uh, thanks for submitting to this festival not this time you know what I mean so they they only see like the tip of the iceberg as far as your trials and tribulations and so Team Underdog is really represents like independent artists it represents uh, people who just feel like underdogs in their life period whether they work an office job or whatever they do um, so it is yeah it's going strong I have new I just I released an EP earlier this year that's for free download I'm on this tour I have a new music video about to come out I dropped a new single and I have a full-length album coming in December so I just I we don't sleep I have um, you know so by the end of the year I would have dropped a uh, EP a full-length album uh, done a national tour and released a couple music videos this year so it's 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 going strong it's good you working with any exclusive producers on this new album coming up I mean, I definitely have Allie Amek McGuire who did, uh, she's a Philly girl, she's a Philly producer, and it's it's really cool because now not only do you have a female MC, but the, the woman behind the beats is, is a chick too, so it's like, damn, like guys are like, damn, you, you spit hard and this beat is hard, and, and, and I'm like, yeah, a chick made this, and they're like, what? So... So, you know, a lot of females are in the industry and uh, starting to come up and we're really proving ourselves and it's it's cool to have her on the project. She did, she actually did a lot of beats on my last project that I released on The Brink and also my EP, Fear of Falling. Uh, I don't know if you've heard the song like whoop de woo woo or so, yeah, some of that. She did that beat. So oh, okay. she, she has a really unique style. She uses a lot of like vocal samples and crazy stuff that um, you can hear it and you're like, oh, that's one of her beats. Like, so, And I think that's really important as a producer. You can just hear certain beats and you're like, oh, that's Tim. Or, you know what I mean? So, or that's Dre, like you can tell. So I think she has a unique style on it and it brings a lot to my sound. That's what's up. And um, how about your sound in general? Has it done, like from your last EP or and from your old projects, um, are, how's your, is your sound progressing? Is it developing? Are you going in a different direction? Are you staying the, I mean, whoop-de-whoop-whoop, you know? <laughs> That's what's up. We, we, the last time you were there, I think you just got finished with that video when you caught up with us last time. So Yeah, so it's been a while. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, my sound definitely progresses. It would be horrible if I was like, no, my sound just is getting worse and worse as I go on. Uh, you always try to beat yourself. So 
when people ask for like I have really old projects that I've released that were just for free download when I first came out as an artist my first actual uh, album that I started selling was last year before then I had just released free projects I never sold an album um, and people like really dig deep into me and they're like where can I get this record from like 2008 and I'm like oh my god I don't even want to tell you because <laughs> I don't even like how I used to rap like I feel like I'm so much better as an artist now I think a lot of artists feel that way it's kind of like if you're a painter or whatever your first paintings you're probably like oh god like I don't want anyone to see that ever uh, so I mean I've definitely uh, developed I'm gonna have a lot of interesting collaborations on this new uh, record instead of having a bunch of rappers like people would expect I have some singers on the album and I also and this is pretty exclusive to this interview because I haven't uh, said it yet um, I've been working in the studio with the Misfits so if uh, you guys want to hear Misfits which is a legendary rock group on a, a hip-hop album you're gonna get your chance and I don't think they've ever done a hip-hop collab so I mean we can look into it but I really feel this is their first hip-hop collaboration ever in their entire uh, career and their careers like spans over 20 years and they're just legends so I'm excited Wow you heard it first here on Wake the Flock Up Misfits Whitney Payton that's going to be incredible we can't wait to hear it when's uh, when's the album dropping it's going to be early December I'm going to make it early enough so that you can get it for Christmas and have it sent to you in time I don't know the exact date yet but you can expect it in like the first week of December nice and you got more vi music videos coming up of course I mean the last music video we, oh my goodness it was was it whoopty was it whoopty whoop, whoop where you did the in the wrestling ring was it yeah yeah I mean that was the single off of on the brink but since then I've released a couple new music videos like for my uh, last EP that I just dropped I released a music video for the song better which is really deep so it's really fun because I went from doing that whoop de woo uh, uh, video, which was just comic books and just being a nerd and stuff, to doing a really serious uh, video that was about like ODing on drugs and, and prostitution and different things that were like problems in the world. So I just wanted to show that I'm versatile and I don't just write silly, stupid songs. You know, I actually have uh, some depth to my stuff. But I, before I hit the road, I actually recorded a music video to my new single. My new single is called It's All Good and it's up on iTunes now. And that's from the album that's going to come out. So I released that early and I re uh, recorded a music video as well for that in Philadelphia before coming out so we're just in the editing process of it right now and it should be out anytime so, so your home, um, your home spot is is Philly. You, yeah. So, so you like you like staying out there in Pennsylvania. That's your that's your place to be, right? Your home. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm not always there because I'm I've been on the road a lot. But that is, I mean, my producer Allie, that's where she is as well. Um, I have a lot of uh, resources in Philly. I mean, it's a really good music scene out there. It's really artsy. We're really close to New York City. We're really close to Atlantic City, Jersey. Um, so, you know, being in Philly, like you're you're in the whole tri-state area. So, I like that. I like it. Do you ever get homesick? I do get homesick, but it's so weird because when I'm on tour, I'm like, oh, I want to get in the studio. And then when I'm home, I'm like, oh, I want to go back on tour. Like, it's <laughs> like you, you got to balance yourself because as, as an artist, you like to write and also perform. Like, I'm really into uh, the performance aspect of of rapping because I mean there's some some rappers who are just studio artists they really can't like hold it down performing and that is just not me at all I really like to show that I can do this live like it's not just smoke and mirrors and overproduction you know what I mean so especially like when I come on stage and they don't know me and they're already kind of prejudging me by like okay what's this chick gonna do is she gonna be like Gwen Stefani is she a rocker like and then I start rapping and their faces are just like what you know what I mean it, it sometimes takes them a song or two to even realize what's going on and then I start really capturing them but sometimes like with the crowds that don't know me yet it takes them a song or so to be like to just 
um, let it sink in what's happening, I guess. And then before you know it, you're walking all over them. (laughs) They're all in by the end. They're all in. So I've been fortunate where I could usually uh, get them, but it it takes them a second to, to really, you know, I know I keep reiterating on that, but it was, I just have to say, it was the most incredible thing to see (laughs) just such a a, a short girl, tiny little girl walking across all these people and them just digging it, just loving you. And then just, I've never, uh, I mean, funk volume, I've seen them do, uh, they get into with the crowd, but I've, I've never seen someone react um, to someone like that and, and just the pure love just hold you know hold you up and everything I just oh it's so funny I have people come up to me I have fans come up to me like um, you know at shows and they've seen me before and they're like do you remember me I was holding your left leg during this song and I'm like oh my god like no way but um, it's, it's tight I mean I like to incorporate the fans into the show so they're like you know we felt like we were part of the show and this and that and I mean because I'm small I'm able to pull it off if I was a huge if I was like Rick Ross I don't know if you're going to see Rick Ross uh, crowd walking anytime right soon or, or one time yeah it is one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we when we were on tour uh one time saw me crowd surfing and he's like i'm so jealous i wish i could like, just crowd surf and i was like yeah well we should try we should try it one night it was like no way no way yeah. <laughs> that's a liability right there <laughs> Every time that I'm panicked, I'm manic, I get frantic, starving, artists standing here famished, I'm damaged internally, bandages won't help, I need surgery, take my heart out so I don't feel this emotional burden, please, always were criticized with consecutive little lies, chasing dreams that easily could leave me dead or hospitalized, I'm holding on to a thread of my sanity, busting profanities, mad at me for falling victim of judgment and vanity, inhumanity, this is the world we living in, we put the famous on a pedestal to kick them down again, and then we laugh at their expense. No, this isn't making sense Finding solace in money Meanwhile, we're playing pretend I'm making the event This life, I love it, but I hate it We all hurry up and wait in Every day's negotiations The contracts, the bullshit The power that comes with it Be careful what you wish for You may mess around and get it Do you really want the fame? Do you really want the dough? Is it really worth the pain? I remember that when I get on this 
so many living richly with a smile that is stitched on. I'm switched on like do I want it? I'm torn and twisted, got the skill but not the will to change my image to a gimmick. I'm a person, not a product. I'm a soul beyond the logo. I'm the target, not the product. I'm the chopper, not the showboat. Sick of all these dodos acting bougie on the Lolo. I'm the type of artist standing by my merch and taking photos. So screw them if they got something to say. Don't need a cosign. It's go time. But would you love me still if I had no rhymes or both my tonsils swelled up so much I can flow right? Would you still be fucking with me if my shine turned into no light? Hold tight. Up against wall with confusion. Losing sleep despite of this movement. Got my sight messed up with this bullshit. Been so close to throwing up deuces to this music. Oh yeah, the truth is I keep shooting for the moon and part of me says, what are you doing? Do you really want the fame? Do you really want the dough? Is it really worth the pain? Yeah, I really gotta know. You're living such an odd life in the spotlight.
Jacket full of cash, yet he always wants more With a heart full of sorrow and a face full of greed Running from his problems, chasing only green When he's home, it's like he fakes his whole life He's never known love, he don't like his own wife This is why he's having sex on the side Always searching for a purpose in the depths of the night It ain't right it ain't a way to live He's immersed in his work Another business trip So he packs his bags And he kisses his kids Little do they know He went to meet his trick It's an addiction But tonight it's different When the feelings start to surface And ignite the friction He produces a gun And doesn't think of his family Shoots her and himself Her name was Tammy See the flash as your life plays back you Made a choice that you can't take back When you close your eyes And take your last breath Tell me is it really better Okay, uh, so let's see here. Let's let's dig into this here a little bit. What's who's Whitney Payton's uh, top five musical influences? Oh man, I would say it changes around. I don't have like a set top five uh, right now as far as rap goes. I'm really into you know Hobson's definitely a big one. Tech Nine, Machine Gun Kelly, mm. um, Chris Webby. I love. Uh, let's see. I also I'm influenced by some mainstream artists as well. Like I really like Lord. I think she's fucking weird. Mm. And um, I don't know if you've ever seen her perform, but she has weird like movements that she does while she's <laughs> performing. And I'm like, I really need to do a collab with her when as I get bigger. That's like one of the the goals because I haven't seen her collab with a hip-hop artist i've never seen adele collab with a hip-hop artist either really? and she's a good she's an amazing singer mm -hmm. uh so i think that would be tight too oh, i can't wait to hear a hook a, a lord hook on yeah. a whitney payton track that'd be <laughs> that'd be really dope okay and um let's see here let's get into the i we have a 12 rounds question okay we, these, these are yeah we have the 12 rounds i kind of got them sitting right here i don't want to take up too much of your time because i know that you got a set coming up here and you're gonna be rocking this crowd right now and they're going to be loving it. So I'm just going to ask you a few questions. They're going to get a little harder as they go. Uh -oh. Okay, it's not too not too bad. But you know, um, if you cannot or will not answer the question, you're going to be knocked out. All right. Oh, so it's, uh, this okay. is going to be the 12 rounds. Okay. So I can pass. Yeah. I can be like, okay. All right. Yeah. If, if you got, but if if you can't answer it, you're going to be knocked out. If not, okay. If you can, if you can hang, then you're going to get the belt. Okay. Right, I, I actually brought a belt, so you're oh, gonna win. Oh shit! Is yeah. Chris Tucker gonna jump out and be like, "You got knocked the fuck out"? <laughs> All right, cool. That's what's gonna happen. Okay. Uh, so, what is your favorite part about your craft? Performance, mm. for sure. Okay. What is the least favorite part about your craft? Having to deal with janky promoters. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you there. Trust me, we've all been down that road there. <laughs> um, if you could collaborate with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Eminem. Eminem for sure. M, you hear that? It's, yeah, let's get it. Hit it, Whitney Payton. She's gonna she's gonna need a verse coming up pretty soon here. Uh, <laughs> uh, what are you most proud of for round four? Uh, I'm proud of the album. I was on that won a Grammy for sure, but. I don't know. I think I'm proud of being able to do like over 300 dates within three years of uh, touring and being able to hang with the guys. That's right. That's a great accomplishment right there. Definitely. What are you least proud of for round five? What are you least proud of? Oh, shit. I'm get... <laughs> See, they <laughs> get, they get harder. Hard. I wasn't kidding, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I'm least proud. I'm least proud of my singing skills. I wish I was a better singer so I can incorporate a little more singing and rap. I was listening to Lent Biscuit the other day and I was like, dude, he goes back and forth kind of flawlessly. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta work on my singing game. Dude, Fred Durst is a beast. I was just listening to his like some of their newer stuff on. They were signed to Young. They are signed to Young Money, I believe. Yeah, is which what is it. nuts. They're, I think that's really interesting. Right. Same here. And they they have a track. Um, it's like called a uh, Golden Cobra, which is pretty cool. That was one of their newer stuff. And then they have Ready to Go with Lil Wayne, which was. It's like, yeah, I'm, I got crazy to it. So, yeah, definitely. Fred Durst is another one, um, personally, that I think he's, like, one of the best ever. <laughs> okay, so number six, what is your biggest fear? Airplanes. Airplanes. <laughs> and I have to fly all the time. I fly seriously all the time, and I have to, like, ask them for drinks every time. They're like, we don't even serve drinks. I'm, like, pulling things out. <laughs> right? I don't even drink, so it's just funny. So, But I hate airplanes. Any little turbulence, I'm, like, in the person next to me's lap. So, <laughs> so out of, out, out of um, like, let's say out of a full tour, um, how much of the percentage of the time do you think you're flying compared to driving on a bus? Um, when I'm actually on tour, we're usually driving because it's routed. So it's like we go from spot to spot and usually it's only a couple hours in between. Um, but when I have to get to the first spot or get home from the last spot, if they're really far or if I'm just doing a spot date, that's, you know, across the country where I'm just going, performing one gig and then coming home, I have to fly. So I, I hate it. And I know driving is way more dangerous. Everyone tells me a million times, but flying i don't know i can't do it so no vip jets come in for whitney payton in the future i don't know even if i had a jet i would be so fucking scared i don't know it would be worse because it's smaller i don't know why that's awesome okay round seven uh who would you take a bullet for uh you know any of my family any of my team like uh team underdog the squad that i have out here with me because i know they would do it for me in a heartbeat so i would take a bullet for them i might be like yeah let's run before anyone takes them <laughs> like i'm pretty fast i'm a pretty fast runner so i'd be like you guys better you know keep up to me damn it all right this girl's like five foot nothing if you could <laughs> she's been running around the parkway all night here no <laughs> but uh and that's one thing um i've always seen team underdog your your crew with you there yeah. they're always with you they're always right by your side they're always down to ride they're more famous than me for sure like when people come they're like oh where's supreme or where's ali or where's jimmy who was a uh, my merch guy for the last tour and stuff like that so they're really recognizable and uh yeah i know they do anything we all have one goal one mission and uh we're down to ride for each other that's right that's right that's always good that's like the wake of the flock up crew we always we always stick together and that's what i love about it okay so uh num- round number eight uh who would you let that bullet hit now i'm not oh, saying okay shit. so i'm not saying that whitney payton shoot anybody i'm saying if there was a bullet flying you just kind of whoop just kind of step out of the way just let it whoop oh man maybe donald trump because he shouldn't be president no oh man shots fired donald trump Trump. uh yeah i wouldn't want to see anyone get hit with a bullet man but uh donald trump he's just no just don't run for president don't run for president stop it all right round number 10 um do you believe in god this is this is actually a question I ask myself a lot because I, I'd like to consider myself somewhat spiritual. It's like I believe in God when I'm in an airplane and there's turbulence and I'm like, oh God, please don't. Let <laughs> I pray to something whenever I need help. I'm like one of those people. But um, I, I'd like to believe uh, there is something. It's like the way I look at it is... Um, you know, no one's been able to prove to me that there is a God, but I can't prove that there's not. Hmm. So, so that's kind of where I am at it. Okay. With it. 
All right, so when he's needed, he's there for you. I got you. Okay, okay, okay. That sounds horrible. No, it's okay. That's that's an answer in itself. We'll take that. <laughs> All right, so that was actually round number nine. This is number 10. Um, what is your biggest insecurity? Oh, man. My biggest insecurity. I just, I don't want to pull the female card out, but yeah, just being, being that I have a different image for hip hop, I go on stage and I feel like people automatically kind of judge you by what you look like to tell whether you're going to be good or bad. I feel like when a guy goes on stage, he kind of starts with a clean slate and they determine whether he's good or not by actually listening to what he's doing and everything like that. So I think when someone like me, you hear that there's a chick rapper or something and I come out on stage, they already have kind of like a negative connotation as to what it's going to be. And I have to take them from the negative mm. to the positive, mm. like and make them do a 180 rather than just starting from a clean slate. So like my biggest insecurity is people just judge me as some sort of gimmick instead of actually listening to my lyrics. I see. Okay. Because I mean, personally, like I thought it was, you know, when, when I first saw you perform, I was like, man, what is this girl got right now? She's going to come out with something either like crazy awesome or like, like you said, like yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's either or, but you luckily. It's good because you're more open minded probably. Probably being in the industry and everything, you've seen a lot of different stuff. The the average consumer, like if they, you've probably seen tons of different female MCs who are awesome because there are a lot of them who are really really good. But the average person probably sees only the very the very mainstreamed. Like you know, the all I have to hear all day is like, oh, so are you like Nicki Minaj or are you like Iggy Azalea? And I'm not, I have nothing against those girls at all. But the fact is, I'm just being compared because we're girls. Like I, me and Nicki are totally, we have completely different images, yeah, yeah, yeah. completely different styles but they i we just get the comparisons all the time i got you okay i understand all right so now round number 11 okay why do you do this because i'd probably be a serial killer if i didn't (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of like um people are like oh you you have these really aggressive songs but in person you're really bubbly and nice and i'm like yeah because i get it out in my songs so i mean i i really do it to uh as an emotional outlet i'm sure you guys you know hear this time and time again but it's true artists are kind of crazy we're kind of emotional so we need to hone it into something or else it's going to just be very bad so um this is this is how i do it and i have really severe anxiety like i have super severe anxiety um but this i don't have it on stage for some reason um so this kind of allows me to be a little more out of my shell or else i'd probably be like a hermit i don't know what i would be doing um if it wasn't for finding a passion and I'll tell you what, just from just from looking at the stage, I could not tell that you had any anxiety Good. in all like 90 pounds of you. Seriously, like <laughs> really, that's that's incredible. OK. And for round number 12, if you could pass down one piece of advice to the next up and coming FEMC or MC, yeah. uh, what would it be? I would say don't wait to be discovered. Discover yourself because it's not we don't live in a day and age anymore where people are just like, oh, here's a million dollar record deal. Like you get discovered on the street or something. We live in a day and age where artists are able to do a lot of things for themselves. Like I do my own graphics. I do a lot of my website design. I do a lot of things behind the scenes that people don't even know about because you're required to do that kind of stuff these days. You can't being an artist just simply isn't enough. You have to have business savvy. You have to, you know, be able to to handle a lot of things yourself or else people could just screw you over. First of all, 
all. And then second of all, like you don't have enough to offer almost like, especially if you do want to label deal or anything like that, they wait until you already have a lot of buzz yourself before they even make an offer. They're not making offers to artists who are just, you know, Joe Schmo hasn't even recorded, a, you know, anything yet. They, they want to see that you've built up your fan base and stuff like that. So don't wait for someone you know to do this for you you have to do it yourself and then if someone comes along great but if not you're in a position where you've already been accomplishing it that's right wow and that's that's the best answer i've ever gotten for that truthfully so whitney payton you have won the belt here let me go ahead and get this out there you go your your official wake the flock up medallion belt yes this is fucking dope (laughs) That's right. You have won the twelve rounds man. exactly. This is awesome. Wake the flock up in the house. I can. You can keep yeah, that. Take that. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much. This For is sure. actually one of the coolest gifts I've gotten on right tour. On. Yeah. This is amazing. Love it. Right on. And All it looks right. great. Definitely. By the way. And um, so we also have heard. Um, congratulations on winning. By the way. Thank uh, you. We have also heard that you have your own podcast out. Is that what's going on? I do. And I was talking about Misfits earlier. How that came about is I actually had a member of the Misfits on my podcast, and then we talked about collaborating and stuff. But yeah, I do a podcast. I do it every Tuesday when I'm not on tour, uh, and usually I don't even talk about music on it because people want to see your personality and things you like outside of music. So we actually just talk about uh, you know a lot of comedic things, a lot of comedic topics, and we've done chat challenges before so I've it it started out as a video streaming uh, thing that I did and we would do challenges like we did the warhead challenge like how many warheads you can eat in one sitting and you would not believe how hard that is because it actually makes your mouth start to bleed it's insane so we've done that we've done like food challenges where we're blindfolded and like we're getting served like different things out of cans it could be cat food or it could be like it could be like (laughs) soup or something we have to guess what it is and like challenge each other we've done like wing challenge wing eating competitions so we've done all sorts of things on there and the fans really like it like there's some hardcore fans that at shows they'll be like quoting different things from the podcast and I'm like really this many people listen to it like it was just kind of a thing I did extra to connect with my fans and more people are tuning in than I thought were gonna do it so it's cool so dope so uh, uh, do you have any other type of projects like that that you have in mind that you're gonna be pursuing or is that just is that something you're gonna be building and keeping pursuing with or I mean, yeah, I'm going to continue to do the podcast because of how popular it's gotten. Uh, Like I said, it just kind of started out as like, let's see how this goes. But more and more people are interested in it. Like Psychopathic Records has approached me about um, syndicating it for me. So they want to put my podcast on their radio station as well. So so we're going to see like in the future, you'll probably hear me on Psychopathic. You'll probably, you know, see uh, see more of that. I have with me a Supreme Deresurecta, who's actually one of the hosts, and he he used to be the host of a popular show called Urban Expressions that was in Philly and he is one of the hosts of my podcast and he's the dude is just so funny and he, I think he's the fan favorite on that show uh, but you're going to hear more of him and uh, yeah so I, I'm, I'm exploring like more things more ways to connect to fans in the future and that's going to be one of them I'm also considering uh, doing a clothing line for, for the Team Underdog clothing line that is just is not necessarily related to my music it won't be like Whitney Payton designs that'll be my merch and then we'll have a separate separate line so I'm just figuring out ways to expand oh, for sure cool. that's dope and Psychopathic Records that's, that's sick because you, you were at um, the Gathering of the Juggalos right? oh yeah I've played the Gathering more than once you know, I did the main stage in 2014. Not this past year, so yeah, the year before. I've done Big Ballas, which is their New Year's party. Um, I was on DJ Clay's album for Psychopathic. So I've actually recorded in 
in their studio in Detroit and stuff. So those guys are just real good friends. You know, they, they've really reached out to me and embraced me and they're, they're, they're big fans. So I'm lucky. I've been, I personally, I've been listening to them since I was, you know, this tall. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I, I, I used to, oh man, I used to roll with the Cottonmouth Kings, ICP, all that good stuff. That was, that was my thing for a long time. Um, I, I've heard that the, I've never personally been to a gathering. We have the mini, the Southern California mini okay. gatherings, but how was it performing there at the, at the gathering? Was it crazy? Dude, I mean, before I go, everyone's always like, oh, are you afraid like they're going to treat you like Tila Tequila <laughs> and stuff like that? That's all I hear about just being the chick, you know what I mean? So I was like, no, because I'm known as a rapper. She's not really known as being first and foremost or MC, and I am. And, and you know, I've collabed with enough of their artists. I was on Twisted's EP, the Get Twisted EP. Um, that song had Chris Webby on it, me, Twisted, R.A. the Rugged Man, and all of 3-6 Mafia and Kung Fu Vampire. So that was a major collab like that was an eight minute song so it had already been set up where like I was on Twisted's record I was on DJ Clay's record so they've seen me they've seen me around they've heard the name so a lot of them came out because they hadn't seen me live so I know there was a lot of them that were just kind of curious like this girl's on the main stage that's a pretty big deal let's see if she can prove that she is worthy to be on this stage and you know by the end of it I was crowd surfing on a dragon and into the in the gathering and they're they're just fucking awesome juggalos are amazing like I love performing for juggalos uh my fan base is very diverse so sometimes when I, when i announce that i'm doing like a juggalo related show uh there's people that are like oh you know screw screw that whole juggalo scene but yeah. uh, fuck it they are amazing i i have the best time and they they go sh- ape shit and mm. mosh and crowd surf and it's just they go everywhere yeah, yeah Fago, <laughs> like, it, it's it's a fun time i don't know how anyone could diss it like if they diss it they just haven't seen it or don't understand it and uh i would do it again so hopefully next year i'll be there that's dope wow see you learn something new every day how cool now whitney payton i can't let you leave without spitting a quick 16 you got a 16 for us let's see let's see if i can count it as i go but i'll I'll spit something for you who cares how long it is just whatever you got on on your head there Y'all looking at me like Casey Anthony raps now I'm whacked out, got the devil singing my backgrounds But I'm back now, in a packed house Elton John with the way that I act out Half nuts like Lance Armstrong I got guts but my mind's all gone I've been a peon for eons so you can get ghosts I'ma call Egon, he said never cross the streams Often dream of awkward scenes No such thing as being saved by the Bella Kill Beats And I leave him up Dawson's Creek Ooh, Whitney, Whitney, Whitney Hey, straight up, that's dope as always, Whitney Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, this is Fluent Rhythm, rhythm with uh, Fluent Rhythm. Wow, with Whitney Payton. Not so fluent rhythm. Yeah, right. Not so fluent. There you go. Um, asking you, begging you, demanding you to wake the flock up. Do it. Wake the flock up. Wake.